Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the podcast of wrestling. Uh, we have the second part of the interview that we did to coach Frank Reyes. Um, we are talking about his uh, different schools that he was teaching and also different promotion that he worked with. Also, he, we talk about uh, how he started with uh, pro wrestling uh, from the uh, foundation of pro wrestling and how he became uh, one of the... Uh, board uh, of directors of pro wrestling so join us today and remember to share with your friends and family and in social media thank you so much for your listening and let's go all right so we're here in another episode of the podcast of wrestling this is a robbie joe el president along with Boss Lady Alexa Shannon. And as we said on the last episode, uh, this is the second part of this great interview to uh, Coach Frank Reyes. Uh, There's so many, so many stories that Coach uh, Frank was saying on the last episode, uh, his run on, um, um, you know, how he started with, with, with um, the great Malenko, uh, his run in uh, Australia, uh, Japan, um, WWF, ECW, WCW. If you haven't heard, you had to go back and listen to the previous episode. Uh, but now we're going to be having the we're going to have the second uh, part of this uh, interview to Coach Frank Reyes. How you doing, Frankie? Fine. How are you, sir? I'm doing. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, good. So you ready for this second part? I sure am. I think we are ready. Um, So on the last episode, we were talking about, um, you know, your, your run um, on WWF, um, you know, ECW, WCW, how you were, um, you know, trained by the Malenko family. Um, yep. But now from being the trainee, now you're the trainer. So how, right. how was the transition? Uh, well, uh, you know, like, like I say, you know, I like to train. Uh, the Malinka way, which is the only way. And that's just my motto. Uh, because uh, I was taught, all, like Malinka used to tell us, you know, when you build a house, what do you build first? The foundation. The foundation, which is all your basic moves, your headlocks, your hammer locks, your takedowns or whatever. Then uh, you build your walls. Then you build your roof and then you put the furniture in. Now you're ready to go. And we also, uh, you know, teach ring psychology. You know, why are you there and what are you doing? You got to tell a story. And so many of the youngsters nowadays don't do that. Uh, they want to get all their stuff in, you know. Uh, and, you know, my saying, uh, they like to do their flippy doos. How many moonsaults, how many shooting star press, how many yeah. uh, super kick we can give in a span of get, five minutes? Get in, in, in five minutes, yeah. <laughs> and, get so, up from, and get up from it all. Exactly, and then kick out yeah. at two. Kick and then out kick out at two. two. Yeah. <laughs> no cell, no service. No cell, yeah. yeah. No cell, no service. That's true. So, yeah. okay, so when you started as a trainer, was it something that you just decided to or it was kind of a... Kind of a, a, a I would say accident or how, how was no, it? No, it wasn't an accident. This, this I, I thought about, you know, because, you know, 
being in the business as long as I have and uh, seeing a lot of these young kids and, and, you know, asking them, well, who trained you? And they're like, well, oh, so-and-so back in the backyard. And I'm going like, oh, no, 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 this can't happen. Somebody's going to get hurt, you know, or somebody's going to get killed or something, you know. So, you know, I decided that at that point, you know, why don't I just start training kids? If they want to be a professional wrestler, let me train them and train them the right way. You know, exactly. Yeah, that's and, so cool. Yeah. You know, and because somebody's going to get hurt, you know, uh, it, it is a high impact uh, business. You know, there's no getting around it. You know, Right. As we always say, it's uh, it's not ballet. Exactly. It's I mean, not I ballet. Think, you I think know? it probably makes you feel good, too, because I think you're kind of almost carrying on that that malenko, the malenko style tradition. in the malenko way yeah legacy yeah. right you know which which i'm very proud of right you know and you can and pass like that I on say, you know that's that's what i've been you know trying to do and fun uh fact. you know there was a fun, fun fact. fact here that um norman smiley is yes. from is a malenko is a malenko too, alumni right? yes he is is a malenko, malenko alumni so basically yes, and basically for the longest for the longest, Norman Smiley is being the head coach of what it was FCW, which was the developmental of uh, WWF, WWE yeah. at one point, and then when they moved to NXT. Mm -hmm. So in a certain way, uh, the WWE Performance Center is under the Malenko way to a certain extent. Well, to a certain extent. Well, well, to a certain extent, because at the Performance Center, I mean, I hope I don't step on toes or get any heat or anything mm -hmm. they teach how to be entertainers you follow me yeah and and i teach you how to be a professional wrestler and to me there's a, there's a difference well yeah that's true but keep in mind that, that the way that that the way that i see i mean WWE, I'm, I'm not i'm not saying it's wrong you know what i mean but that's just how they do they get that's how they get their product over you know they're entertainers they're performers but you had to you know and, and it's something that we had to to uh, to understand is that wwe is a marketing business that happened to have a wrestling show mm, okay because it's like wwe only have what like uh, uh two shows right now uh per week like Raw, SmackDown, maybe NXT, we call. And yeah. uh, and you yeah. know that when we put Raw, that is three hours. If it's like 40 minutes of uh, wrestling, it's a lot. Uh, the other thing is like a lot of... Uh, um, like, uh, too much. Uh, uh, too much talking. Exactly. Uh, um, like yeah. backstage stuff and, uh, you know, the shenanigans that they have. Yeah. But then they yeah. have now like re reality shows. Now they have yeah. like... Uh, um, you know, they don't re rely too much Get on, on wrestling. No, they they just want to get their product over, because yeah, again, like a, they they have to satisfy their stockholders. Exactly, it's like you Disney see? World. I I compared uh, the to the Disney World, where okay. maybe forty percent of um, Disney World right now is the park. You know, the revenue is is the park, so that part will be more like the wrestling part. But then you have the merchandise, the uh, toys, the uh, movies, the uh, cartoons, all their stuff. And that's how you create the empire that w that Vince and Man have created with uh, WWE, if you see that yeah. way. I mean, that's how yeah. he made his money at the end of, of the day. Of course, he's there to make money. 
You know, that's exactly. That's, At the end of the day, it's a business. Ultimate goal is to make money. You know what I mean? <laughs> and which I, you know, that's fine. That's that's what he wants to do. You know, and you know, I'm just on the other side of the spectrum. You know, I like to see a good, solid wrestling show. Wrestling. Wrestling show. Wrestling. Show. You know, yeah. where two guys in there, a good guy, a bad guy, they tell a story. And at the end, you have a winner, <clears throat> whether it be a, the villain or the good guy, or should I say the heel or the baby face? You That's know? true. That's and you, true. you keep the crowd, you know, interested in what you're doing. That's true. So we just the, the tour a little bit too much to what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so when you decided to start the school, um, what year was that? Oh, gosh. Um, I want to say... ...2015? Maybe? 2014, 15, something like that. In the mid-2000s, I guess. Okay. In the mid-2000s, maybe. 2009, something like that. 2009, okay. okay. Yeah, about 2009. Who you were with? Uh, do you have your own company at that point? I had my your own promotion? company. I was running... I was running, you know, a, a local company, uh, Southeastern Professional Wrestling, uh, which we ran, you know, for quite a while. We used to, we were based out of Kahuna's, which we ran there for like six years. And then I did a lot of stuff out of the Sportatorium. <clears throat> I did Frankie's Patio in Ybor City. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, uh, I decided to... Uh, You know, that's when I decided, well, you know what? Why don't I start teaching? Because I was starting to get a little old. Okay. Uh, I should say a little, I should say a lot old. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I get to the point where I, I can't keep up with these guys. You know what I mean? So uh, let me teach. And, uh, you know, I guess that started maybe about 2009. Okay. Okay. So you have your own promotion. Uh, for how long was that promotion uh, open? Uh, I want to say pretty close to eight years. Okay. Okay. Um, we were talking, you know, uh, of, you know, before uh, starting to record it, um, there was a lot of up and coming um, wrestlers um, that, that started with, with your promotion with, uh, um, sorry, Frankie, what was the name of the promotion again? Uh, Southeastern Professional Wrestling. Southeastern Professional SPWF, Wrestling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The, who, who that, uh, I would say is, is fairly, uh, known or, or known, pretty known, uh, as of right now, who, who started, uh, uh, you know, working with you, uh, back in the day? That oh can, gosh. Uh, uh, they didn't, they didn't start working with me, but they, they were already, you know, working I, when I was running the sportatorium, <coughs> excuse me, I had guys like Dick Slater, Uh, Hercules Hernandez, uh, Kevin Sullivan would come in whenever he was in town. I even have Humperdinck work, work a show for me. Uh, wow. uh, Jimmy Del Rey. I had a lot of uh, guys from Japan. Uh, Hayabusa uh, oh, worked for me. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
you know, a lot of guys like that, you know, Jimmy Del Rey, Mark Starr, um, you know, Cuban Assassin, uh, you know, guys like that who, you know, we're just running shows to, you know, entertain the people. We, we, we did pretty well. We did pretty wow. well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. For six years. Wow. That, that's, uh, that was a yeah. long run. Nowadays, yeah. a, a company that run, that's, uh, runs for six years, I would say that, that breaks the five years mark, is considered a successful uh, company. Mm -hmm. Because companies mm -hmm. now, it's like, a, uh, we're going to open this, this company. It's going to be open for maybe a year or two. And then you don't see those companies anymore. You know Exactly. Exactly. You know, and and, and and I would say that was more like the uh, the indie uh, fever. I would say the indie wrestling fever that uh, mm -hmm. one started and it, uh, and then oh no, we're now uh, this administration now is running this other company. You know, you can yeah. see that a whole lot uh, nowadays. And, and, and that, that was your. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that was your own promotion, right? Like you yeah, built that like, was, from the ground up. I, like... I was the promoter. I was the booker. I did all the flyers. I did all the phone calls. You know, I did all that stuff. You know what I mean? Booked the booked the the, the arenas. Well, not the arenas because we only ran a couple places. So, but uh, you know, make sure the ring was up and all mm -hmm. that stuff. I did it all. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And after after um, uh, so so this turn. Oh, I always forget. I always mess up with the name. <laughs> Sorry, Yeah. I kind of burned out. I kind of burned out. And, you know, and I stepped away for a little bit and I got a call from a guy who was uh, wanting to run UWF again. Okay. Uh, and he was, he got my name from somebody. I don't know who, you know, he says, well, I know you're an honest guy and, you know, you, you work hard for the business and you know a lot of people. Could you help me out? I said, sure. Okay. So, and I told him, I, said, I just wanted, you know, uh, do the booking and that. And he, he was putting out a lot of money to bring in. He would, he was bringing in Tony Atlas. He was bringing in, uh, Ox Baker. Um, he was bringing in a lot of big stars, you know, and he was booking all the national guard armories in Florida. Oh, wow. <clears throat> And then it got to the point where, uh, and he says, well, if I, if I run a school, you know, would you teach? I go, sure. So that's basically where I, I stepped into teaching regularly. And uh, so I was teaching, and the, uh, the guy was not a nice guy, the promoter, was not a nice guy. He was screwing the boys, of course. Wow. Uh, out of their money and you know you know when you start screwing guys like Tony Atlas and Ox Baker you know you want to make yourself scarce yep. you know right. and you know wow. I would you know opening the envelopes and you know I looked at my envelope you know and it was like 50 bucks short you know he's supposed to pay me 100 bucks you know show and the boys that were working you know be, me being the booker would come to me and say hey we're $25 short, we're $20 short. And, uh, you know, I would go to him, I said, dude, you know, you're shorting, you're shorting the guys. And if you make them a promise is what you're going to pay them, you know, this is what you pay them. Well, the houses haven't been good. I said, well, that's not my problem. 
That's not right. their problem. That's your yep. problem as like you had an agreement, yeah. To put butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. That's what the word promoter means. You promote the shows and you leave the other stuff to me. Well, I got you the guys and you promise them a certain amount of money, you're not, you know, you're not coming up with it. So, you know, I think it's time if you want to write on your hands, you need to either stop the company, <clears throat> excuse me, or start paying them what you said you were going to pay them. So the next day I went to the school and the doors were locked. Uh-oh. And uh, at the time, one of the guys I was training came up to me and said, if I start a company, would you go in with me? I go, sure. Uh, so we sat down and we talked and we talked and we talked. And he says, well, what do you want to get paid? I said, well, I'll just get a percentage, you know, of the school and a percentage of the gate, you know, when, when we start running the shows. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Good. Good deal. So we came up with a name. It was DWI, Definitive Wrestling International. And the gentleman's name was uh, Tony Devlin. So, uh, you know, we had the school going. Uh, he uh, got the, the Riverview Flea Market is where we started. Uh, we had, I mean, we were, we were drawing, drawing very well. Uh, we were getting in 100 and a quarter, 130, 135 people. You know, the school was doing very well. At that time, uh, the students we had uh, had uh, Aaron Nova. Yep. Uh, Leo Bryan. Uh, who is uh, doing very well right now. So is Nova. Um, Chelsea Diamond. La Brava. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? And there were a few more. Uh, Pat Monix. Tony, uh, Tony Storm. Tony Storm. On that class? Tony Storm. Came in those, yeah, during that time. Uh, and that's when I began. I started thinking, well, why don't we pay tribute to the great Malenko? So uh, I came up with the Malenko Cup. And our first Malenko Cup, we drew like 200 and... We drew 230-some-odd people. I mean, we couldn't fit anymore. Plus, I invited the Malenko alumni that could make it. And we, you know, it was a packed house. We had a great show. Uh, we ran for uh, I ran with Tony for like two years uh, then we had a difference of opinion uh, the term we use in the wrestling business we had creative differences right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right yeah so I left the company on a bad note uh, then I took some time off to gather my, my thoughts and another gentleman came to me who used to go to the shows who wanted to run promotion as well. 
uh, he wanted to be NWA Florida. So we huh. did that for, yeah, so we did that for a bit. I think he still owns the rights as well. Uh, Tony Halligan. Uh, Tony okay. Storm came in. Tony Storm became a partner there. Uh, I wasn't a partner. I was just the uh, the booker. And uh, uh, again, we started another school. And uh, out of that school uh, came Chief uh, and, and uh, a couple of others. Then that folded. And then uh, I got a, a call from Fred Ottman. So yeah, he wanted boat. to start, yeah, tugboat. He wanted to start another a company again with a school, uh, legendary professional wrestling. That's when I. That's when I. Uh, that's met when you. you came in, yeah, that class, and yeah. that ended up being uh, a very good class. It was your you, Chief came with me. Yep. Um, Zeke. Zeke. Zeke yeah. was there. Zeke, uh, Fabu. Fabu uh, was there. Samuel C. Uh, Sam C. Uh, Joe, Sar- Joe Saracino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Matt Sweet. Yep. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Big O was that on that class too? Big no? O. Big O was with me in DWI. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And what I what happened with DWI to regress a little bit when uh, FCW when they didn't make the cut to go to the next level, Steve Kern would send them to me. That's when Leo Bryan came, uh, uh, Big O, two or three others, you know, that I continued their training until, you know, they did very well. You know, and Leo's doing great out there. He teamed with Mike Patrick to become the uh, Dirty Blondes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the Dirty Uh, Blondes. Then to go back to, to, uh, yeah. And then I, I trained a couple of kids from Wales uh, who came all the way from Wales. They paid their uh, their airfare. They lived with me for uh, uh, six six to eight weeks, I think. And we were in we were in at the school. This was with uh, uh, NWA Florida. We were in the school uh, five days a week, eight hours a day. Wow! Because I ha- I had to get. Uh, 10 months of training into eight weeks. Intensive, intensive classes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, Luke James went on to Wales and he's doing a tremendous job over there. His dad, Luke's dad, was a Malenko alumni. And that's how he came to me. Luke James almost made it for a Lucian invasion yes. before this whole yes, situation happened. Uh, yes, happen. he did. I re- remember that uh, we were talking about uh, yeah. uh, he was about to What was the original plan? Uh, uh, wrestle uh, Morrison, not, He was right? going to wrestle James Morrison for the yeah. uh, Welsh uh, national title. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That was... But he, he said he's coming back, so, you know, we'll, we'll figure out something there. So then after Legendary, uh, it folded. And then... And that was... That and, was the uh, and then turning I point. Went, yeah. And then I went to uh, a couple of shows... Because Adam was referee, so my son Adam was referee with uh, House of Lucha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where uh, you and I connected. Yep. Pretty and much. you can tell that story if you like. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, because the whole story with uh, with uh, um, and I think that story with with no, we didn't. We haven't touched that story on on, the, on this podcast yet. Um, the whole situation with uh, um, LPW was like everybody was up 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 in the air, and I wanted yeah. to tell that story because uh, if there's going to be any heat, uh, it was me the one who said it. I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> so it was a, a lot of uh, up in the air uh, um, going on. We didn't know what happened, um, and there was this this um, meeting that we have in your in your apartment. You remember that that meeting? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We were that watching a pay-per-view, I think, right? Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah, exactly. Sure yeah. We yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. In that meeting, it was La Brava. Um, I think it was uh, Chief. It was in that yeah. meeting. It was yeah. me and Alexis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was on that? Uh, was Matt either? Matt I think, Sweet? I think Matt was there, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Robin was there. Who? If I'm not mistaken. Robin. You remember Robin? Yes. Wasn't Ro- yeah, Robin was, yes. there Robin yes, was supposed Robin to be was the, uh, yes. uh, the secretary at that, at that yes. moment. Yes. Uh, having, yes. I haven't heard of Robin in a long time. I spoke um, to her not too long ago, yeah. All right. So, um, and everybody was mad. I remember that that we were so yeah. feisty. Everybody wanted to. I remember that that even La Brava insulted Zeke on, over the phone. She, she, there was another guy that I don't even remember the name. I just, I just remember they had like kind of a mohawk or something. And they went like... La Brava and him just went like ballistic on, on yeah. over the phone. Like, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was like, yeah. I mean, if you think that La Brava is like a gimmick, no, she is like that. Like, she was Brava. <laughs> yeah, she's Brava. That's why she's La Brava. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, I would say like a couple of weeks before that, um, no, since we were on LPW, I remember that Wiley. And, and, and you and I were always had this conversation because I was just training there, but it was because I was only, you know, I, I only wanted to have maybe one or two matches because I retired like long time ago because of my back. And I just was training because um, the whole, the whole thing was that I wanted Alexis to see maybe one or two matches because right. she was a fan and, and, and that's it. But it was not a big deal. I did not want to pursue a, uh, a wrestling career. Um, but in one of the conversations or during other, one of the practices or a couple of the practice, um, I always said, man, I always wanted to promote, I wanted to have a uh, promotion. And I remember you and Wiley was, don't, it was like, no, yeah. you are going to lose yeah. a lot of money. And I remember yeah. that yeah. it was like every time that I mentioned something about, and we were, we a, were uh, adamant uh, about that too. No, don't do oh, it. Oh yeah. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. <laughs> so, okay. So, okay. We just, I just uh, forgot about the idea, but um, I always had that conversation with Alexis. I was telling Alexis, my dream was always to open a uh, wrestling promotion with the hope that Alexis would tell me, come on, you are to, we're going to have a lot of like a, problems and uh i don't want to get into that and Lydia i knew that she would say yeah sure why not let's do it and yeah. i was like uh, are you sure you know that we're going to if we do that we're going to lose a lot of money that's what frankie and you know coach frankie and uh and, and wiley always said that we're going to lose a lot of money so well we just need to do a budget and uh just work from there just basically con- you know control the um uh any expenses that we're going to have uh, that's why I will say uh, I am a president, but actually the boss lady, the real boss lady, is is Alexis. So of course, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. So I knew that. I knew that from the get go. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. 
So, oh, gosh, um, gosh. yeah, exactly. I am like the face and, uh, but actually, you know, uh, yeah. at the end of the day, I, ha I had to ask permission. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, gotta, they say I have a great face. I have a great face for radio. <laughs> so, so basically the whole situation with LPW happened and, um, all of a sudden I look at Alexis and she look at me and she was like, yeah, go, go ahead. And we came with the idea. And I remember the first name that we came uh, for uh, POW, for Pride of Wrestling, it was, it was um, uh, Pride of Lucia. Do you remember, Frankie? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I was like, whoa, but it's just if we use Pride of Lucia, we are, you know, there's already a House of Lucia going on. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was like, I don't know. I don't want this kind of, uh, you know, misunderstanding. I don't want to be on the, on the stepping stone of uh, 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 House of Lucha, you know, with, with Papi Nieves and all the, uh, you know, with uh, the, the guys over there. Um, so it was actually Wiley, the one who came up with the name. He said, well, why instead of putting Lucha, you put wrestling? So it was like part of wrestling. And remember that we did the whole, right. um, like, research And the only prior wrestling that existed, it was a company that it was not running. I, I think the last time that they ran um, was the. I think they were extinct, so they weren't. Uh, yeah, no, they, and something that you don't know that, that I was talking to. I think I told you or not. I talked to Maddie. Maddie got the name. The uh, he has the uh, the uh, the domain. He got the. Okay. You remember that we could not get the uh, the yeah. domain of part of wrestling. Yeah. I had to get another one he was doing some some research and he got the good timing and he bought the uh, the name when they just lost the uh the rights of of the name they did not renew the name right, right. so many bought it and we're working right now into having the uh the uh the domain the uh, so that's something in the in the near future we're going to be doing some some cool stuff with uh with the name um so so yeah so basically we came up with the idea That was maybe in October, right? October of 20... Something like that, yeah. 17. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, we're, we're going to be working on that. And um, basically, we have the Chris, you know, the holidays and everything. And then in, in uh, January, it was when basically we um, uh, went to our Sunbiz and we registered the name and everything. Uh, no, the, and before going, I ask you, do you, uh, I mean, I only want to run this if you're on board. Do you remember that? I do, I do. And I I tell you, I, I really, 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 really thought about it. You know, I've been through a whole <laughs> lot of stuff, you know, yeah. for a few years. And I'm saying, you know what? I'm old and I don't want to go back to drinking again. <laughs> and, uh... You know, I don't know if I want to do this. You basically were about to retire at that point, yeah. right? Yeah, I was, I was going to step away, you know, yeah. literally step away from the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Um, How was and, that? Because I remember you still were like so bummed about the whole yeah. situation because it was a lot of personal. I mean, it was with, a lot of. With uh, LPW, like, not, yeah. I was really with bummed about it. LPW, because, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, and uh, and we're, I was mad. I mean, because I was like, uh, I mean, we know how this is working, and now they're, they're blaming on, on Frankie. And I was like, no, that we had yeah. to work, we had you to know, do something. I, I, I was hurt, 
You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it, it really bummed me out. And, yeah. uh, you know, I said, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, like I said, I'm too old to take all this stuff. And, you know, I should be living my golden years with, you know, sitting on my balcony at home and putting my feet up on the railing and, you know, chugging down my Jack Daniels and, <laughs> Forget the coffee. You skip you right know, to the Jack Daniels. Yeah, straight to the Jack Daniels, you know? Nice. Exactly. And, uh, you know, just Living going the to life. the mailbox, going to the mailbox once a month, getting my Social Security, and, uh, you know, I'm good. Yeah. And the, so we basically, I think that the reason why we took longer to um, – To, to do the whole thing, you know, to to jump jump ahead and and, and jump jump the ship and uh, uh, and move forward with with POW because I said, I mean, if Frankie is not there, what what do I know about the business in Florida? Because I mean, I was maybe in 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 Florida, maybe I don't know. That was 2017, right? That we opened. Uh, yeah. 2017 and I moved uh, in 20, 2014 and the only connection that I had with wrestling here in Florida was when I started on LPW that I was very you know little to none and um, so I said I cannot do that if if you know if Frankie is not there so we were kind of a hold until you say okay here and then you basically I remember that you put the uh, um, a lot of like uh, uh, um, conditions in yeah. order to uh, to Of, uh, yeah. Talk about a little bit about, about that, uh, Frank, about the, the conditions and, you know, why you came with those conditions and, and, and the whole situation. Well, you know, the deal was is to talk you out of it. You know, that's why I put yep. all those conditions in there. So where you say, well, you're going to do all this. No, we don't want you, you know, but it didn't work. It backfired on me. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I'm not complaining. You know, I'm, I'm having a revital you know, revitalize my career and, and, you know, really great, you know, our shows have been, we haven't had a bad show yet. And, and the school right now is doing tremendous. Uh, we reopened today. Yeah. Uh, you had a huge, yeah, turnout. it was we, great. We man. I saw a the really pictures. great turnout. Uh, I know the kids are happy to be back. They're too. happy. Oh, yeah, they were. They, they, oh my I God. Mean, yeah. These kids were calling me and messaging me every day. You know, I said, well, I can't do nothing until really, you know, the governor says something and he kind of, you know, it's like the wrestling business. You get you get a small opening, you go after it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that it's going to, uh, um, this whole situation affected everybody. It's, it's from the, school, the wrestling school. There's going to be, I'm telling you, there's there's no going, there's going the to be wrestling school. So, no, I Yeah, there's going to be wrestling school that what yeah. they might not yeah. survive this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, speaking of that, uh, one name I, I failed to mention, but I will mention uh, when I was, you know, doing the training at DW, there was one kid who I had great expectations for. Uh, he was going to be my Dean Malenko, and he was pretty close to that. And that was Johnny Franco. Wow. Uh, but he, you know, he's a teacher. So, you know, he stepped away. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's, he, was, he was one of those that I thought was going to be really, really great in this business. And, uh, you know, I was kind of, you know, a little bit disappointed because he did step away. 
but uh, you know, he did it for his own. He ended up, he got married as a child and he's doing tremendously in his personal life. And, you know, we speak often and, uh, you know, I'm very happy. I was, I was very proud of him. Yeah. I mean, that's something, that's something you always say, coach, even from the time. And and again, I've, I've never been a student or a wrestler, but I've definitely observed many of your practices and I've heard you say on many occasions, you know, um, your family comes first, your, your personal life comes first. You know, this is, this is yep. secondary yep. to that. Whatever you do to pay yep. your bill, you know, your bills. Yeah. I will you say got, your, you know, your shoot and, job. And that's what I was taught, you know, coming up in, in, in the Malenko, uh, uh, training, you know, Malenko always told me, take care of your family first, you know, yep. then, then your real job. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, and, and, and then the wrestling business because your real job pays your bills. Something I always you know? loved is that you were always straight up with these with these kids. You know, they'd come in with these this dream of this wrestling career, and you yeah. would tell Illus- most of them, "Illusions of grandeur." Yeah, you you would you say, know? "Look, like you're probably not gonna make it to the very top, and if you do, that's great. But we got to be realistic, and and you you know whatever you do to pay your bills and staying healthy in your personal life, like that comes first. And you were never yeah. selling these kids the dream of, oh yeah, nope. you know. Nope. And and I always I always admired that about you, and I love that because well, I thank know some you. some people you. do. You know, they get these kids in there. Yeah, and they, they tell make them, they make promises. You know, and right. And they they collate. And and those kids are vulnerable yeah. to it. Then you know they that's yeah. what they want. That's what they yeah. want to hear. You know. Yeah. So. Exactly. And that's something... Well, thank you for those kind words. Definitely. Definitely. You know that that uh, we love you, Frankie, and uh, it's something that we always talk about. That you know. Uh, in the school and uh, every time that we have a, a, an opportunity um i keep telling alexis every time that i deal with frankie it's like i am dealing with poppy with my with my dad i mean you will be probably will be alive right now we are around the same age as those times, you know when we when we joke and um and even when we bought heads it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know it's it's like uh it's just like i'm talking to 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 my dad you know and mm-hmm. uh, um and sometimes when i you know, when something happens and it's like, uh, oh my God, it's mad at me. It's like, it's like, you just imagine that, that, you know, and, and that, that's how important, you know, how important, oh, man, um, like, I don't you know, you are for, for us. Knows, but sometimes like we'll talk and we'll be like, like, uh, oh, is Frankie okay? Like, uh, is he, you know, is he doing okay? Like, is he upset about this? Like, or. Frankie, you know what I mean? Like we're always talking about like how much like we respect your, you know, your opinion and, and the well, way you think about you. certain things. And so, and I was telling Robbie the other day, you know, I said, always want to be. T- Are you still with me? Did you hear? No, yeah. I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Can, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I was just saying, I was telling Robbie the other day that, you know, we constantly keep checking on you and, you know, we value your opinion so much. It's almost like for me, like a grandfather type of thing, you know? Wow. Um, and we appreciate everything that you do for us, you know. Oh, thank so. you. Thank you. And I'm enjoying yeah. it, you know. When when I stop enjoying it, then it's, it's I'll, I'll be stepping away for the last time, you know. Yeah. But I'm enjoying this right now, you know. And today, you know, pump some more uh, uh, juice in me. See all the kids there, you know, having, you know, because you know how I train, you know. We, we, we train hard. But at the same time, we have fun, you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, I'm, I enjoy teaching. That's yeah. true. 
That's true. Going back to that, because uh, we just um um that was something that we were we mentioned on the last uh episode that I wanted to to touch bases uh with mm -hmm. you, and um. Now that we're talking about the, the times that we were kind of that that you were kind of or I felt that you were mad at me, I will say mm -hmm. it was in the legit use of the the term creative di differences. Creative it was, uh, differences. It was yeah. because yes. Um, let's talk about that because I, I I'm okay. going to you know it's 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 something that is pretty um, I will say interesting. I understand you know that that's the mm -hmm. way I, I see it because. As we were talking, you know, many, many times, the way that I, I was raised in wrestling, which is not wrestling. I mean, I, I was raised in uh, the, the, the Puerto Rican Lucha Libre, which is what people will see in, on, for example, uh, ECW or, or um, um, Memphis wrestling back in the day. You know, that it was like brawling, like a lot of like bloods and guts, um, high flying. There was a lot of high flying. And then... You were, mm -hmm. you know, your your um, um, your background is basically, you know, Malenko way, which is the, uh, you know, the, uh, the the wrestling, the '80s wrestling from from um, uh, the the uh, American way, I will say, mm -hmm. and that's how we we clash we clash a lot. Um, yep. So when we come up with those um, uh, with my crazy ideas, um, and and I know that we had these conversations conversations uh, before. How how you feel? I mean, what what, what Cross your mind every time that I come with my ideas, but they, of of how you know the uh, the Puerto Rican way. Yeah, and that's what I say. Robbie's hitting me with the Puerto Rican way, and, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and the Florida fans. Uh, I'm not saying they don't like it. I mean, uh, uh, it's something. I don't know. It, it's just something that I don't. When you when you do. Stuff like that, I have the old school, what they, they tell me, I have the Eddie Graham mentality and the Dusty Rose mentality is we want to tell a story. Yeah. You know, why are we doing what we're doing? I mean, if you're just going to go in there and, and do all the flippy doos and dive out of the ring, and which is the same thing as. I throw you out of the ring, I climb out of the ropes, and I punch you in the face. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Right? But something something that uh, um I mean when, when people under when people hear the the uh, uh the term lucha libre, uh -huh. they think about that. They think about the flippy yeah. thing. But that's the Mexican lucha libre. I mean, there's a difference between the uh, Mexican lucha libre and the uh Puerto Rican lucha libre. I mean, when you, I mean, you, you, you will never see a Carlos Colon, for example, like uh, doing all flippy okay. goods. You know, I, I see um, what you're saying. Yeah, the you, Puerto Rican lucha libre is more of an ECW style. Kind of, but I was not a a, a, a fan, and I got to explain. So, Puerto Rican lucha libre I mean, is did, more like did, a bar. Did you fight. ever see? <clears throat> yeah. Did you ever see Carlos Cologne in a match where his face wasn't a crimson mask? It, no. That or was his thing. His kid, Abdullah the Butcher? Or, no. or uh, you know, the Invader or any of those guys? I mean, I mean, you can do that so many times. 
You know what I mean? And you're not, I don't think you're entertaining the people. You think that it will be more like, uh, it will be, we're using a lot of a, uh, um, I will say. What, what I, I, what I, what I think about it is what the WWE and AEW are doing now without the fans in the audience. They're working okay. for the boys in the back. Okay. You follow me? Now, okay, I got, I get that part. That's why, okay. that's why I try, I try to, you know, bring the happy medium. When, with... when, when you have all those matches in Puerto Rico with Cologne and Abby and all those guys, how many times do you want to see them with their heads split open? But it's I just mean, uh, really. That's true. If you use that a lot, that's it. But there's certain Every moments. Match. That's true. That's true. And that, that was the uh, the. I mean, once you know that Abdullah was ha was in Puerto Rico, you knew that there was a uh, a, a, a bloodbath. A, a bloodbath. That's true. Once Abby I, take the uh, the fork and that. But I've seen it already. You know right. what I mean? Why do I want to see it again? I'm not a fan of that either. And I'll and I'll just throw this in there, especially for the independent scene. I don't feel like I want my guys to be exposed like that because I know most of them have families and jobs and lives yeah. outside of wrestling. And yeah. I don't I don't believe in that and I don't like it. I'm not the WWE. I'm not paying you enough for me to think it's worth that. Maybe you still do. I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. I I don't feel that what I have I to offer is worth you. I was a big fan of it. That would be uh, what we would call the blow-off match, which is the final match of your feud, then that would happen, and that person would be gone for a while. You follow Correct. me? Yes, and mm -hmm. I got, I, I, I get, you know, and I am, I do agree to you on that. You know, now what I, what I want to, you know, what I would like to see more um, is more like the. Uh, not the bloodbath because I don't I don't I don't like the bloodbath. I mean, how many times? Um, um, I mean, I can count with one 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 hand, and we still I still have uh, fingers left of how many times we saw blood um, in in our matches. I mean, it was Mercury got caught on the second match, our second yeah. show, um, and that was a hard way. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. a hard way. Um, then Taino. The one right. time that he, you know, when when we had a, the uh, chain match, um, right. and Morris, which was the, which was the, the blow off match, correct? Exactly, it was a blow off match. Okay. Um. Yeah. And you now. built up to that, and you built yeah. up to that, right? In other companies, from the get go, they start doing that. No, you know what and I, mean? I and it and doesn't I don't make want any that. sense. And I don't want that. You have to build up to. You know, your big finale match between the two opponents or mm -hmm. the four opponents, whatever it may be. Yeah. And that's old school. You're telling exactly. your story. Now, something that actually what that was not that actually that was not the part that made the uh, people to go to the, uh, you know, to the stadiums in, in Puerto Rico and to the arenas in, in, in Puerto Rico. It was the promo. It was the promo. That the wrestler will, mm -hmm. will cause that got them in there. Sure, that got in in there, and actually that's full right. old school. I mean, Puerto Rico was, I would say, is the last territory. I always will call Puerto Rico the last okay. territory. Okay. Okay. Um, and I worked in Puerto Rico. 
Hey, so yeah, you were you were in uh, I worked with IWA in Puerto Rico. Um, now, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, so happens when you get old. <laughs> you lose your train of thought. So, no, what I wanted what I wanted to mention about that, what made the people going, and I will put an example. There was a match. Um, where sadistic is strong. He came to Puerto Rico and he came with this like a uh, 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 very like satanic uh, um, um, gimmick, something like uh, Kevin, so- some similar to what Kevin Sullivan had, something right. like that. All right. And the very first match that he had was against Carlos Colon. So he he came from the top, and on that match, I don't know, I don't know if they was or it was like shoot. Uh, or for real, I don't want to use uh, terms here. Um, it was for real, but in the match, Sadistic Strong beat Carlos Colon. Not only beat Carlos Colon, he took his shoulder out of the, uh, um, you know, basically this um, dislocated the shoulder that Carlos right. Colon had. To, basically, he was out for maybe four, five, six months, um, and then he started the reign of terror of the Sadistic Strong. Okay, so people were horrified because he came this big dude, um, you know, that, uh, um, you know, power lifter uh, with this big, like, uh, gimmick, uh, um, um, coming, coming with the Slayer music and uh, the, the sign of the beast and everything. And he just came and just, uh, on the very first match, he just cut the head of the uh, leader of the uh, Justice uh, uh, League, you know, that was the name of the, uh, um, or the Justice Army, that was the name of the, uh, right. of the, uh, the whole group. And then he had to come in Vader, who was the second in line, after, no, and after that, he just, like, basically dispatched all the, all the uh, good guys, all the baby faces. So people were like, okay, who's going to basically, you know, stop him? And everybody was like, a, and the invader, and the invader came with this uh, um, uh, promo that he was like, uh, "We're going to you go. You had to kill me in the match. You had to. I'm going to 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 drop the last the last. Uh, uh, you know, going to leave the last drop of of, of blood and everything." But did he I'm have a to, did Did he have a towel around his hand? He did. He what? <laughs> have a towel wrapped. I'm oh, sorry, my bad. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, he did not. He did not. Okay. But but the whole the whole thing because Invader was great with the the uh, the promo. That's something that you cannot take from him. Right. And then that day the stadium just bet your bet your your gas that that stadium went like it was sold out because now right. you want to see Invader that he said that he's going to die in the ring if he has to going against the guy who was. Basically destroying the whole the whole company. Basically, that it was the uh, uh, the foreign guy that was coming and, and destroying the whole the whole company. Right. And that was a great feud. I'm I'm telling you, I was maybe like um, eight years old. It's something that I will never forget. And they you had know? they had they had national TV as well, right? Yeah, it's it's national TV. Yeah, you know, it's been yeah. for 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 years and years yeah. now. Um, I was talking actually with Adam. Uh, sort of on the last uh, episode, and we were talking mm-hmm. about this whole um, feud between Taino and uh, Zeke. Yeah. All right. Right. And you know how is Taino? Yeah. So, so uh, what, what, what you get, you know, what you get, what you see. 
Right. What you see is what you get. Yeah. What you see, what you get. Sorry. What you see, what you get. And Taino is going to basically dismantle you if you if you let him just with his promo. And he's like, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do this to you. And you basically know that he's not playing around. He's going yep. to yep. basically what he got. And I told Taino, I want you to. I, that, that was my idea, and I and I, I actually spoke to Zig after that. You know, I told him this is my idea. That this was my idea. I told Taino, do not just just go full blast on him. If you had to be personal, go personal, because and he did that. He he got the promo that that Zig told me. So that's what you want because Zig was me. It was was mad because of that promo, and what happened for Zig threw the best promo that I ever saw that he that he did. I don't know if you agree with me, you know, with, with me on that. Yeah. But the promo, yeah. the promo that Zeke threw after that promo that Taino, you know, did on him, that promo and that whole feud and the whole uh, promotion that we were doing on that show, that was the show that uh, sold the uh, the whole uh, that that match was the main event. That was yeah. the the uh, the, uh, the a match that sold that that show, and we have a really good turnout on that show. Yeah, yeah, right? one of our better turnouts. Yeah, at least so far in uh, on the Seminole Rec Center, that was the best turnout. Uh -huh. Um, and I want to see more of that. Right yeah. now, we have now we have, for example, last last show we had um, uh, Kareem versus um Joy Soprano. I mm -hmm. want to see. What Joy Soprano brings, brings to the table, yeah, because yeah, Joy Soprano is, is, I mean, what I have seen so far, he's kind of uh, uh, a big mouth, he yeah. likes to talk, yeah. and he, you know, he's coming from a music background, and he's kind of a but then you have the uh, I will say the uh, um, I will say Karin is one of our best in the on the mic right now, yeah, yeah. what do you think? Kareem does a good job, he does mm -hmm. a good job, he yeah. does. You know, so yeah, so what with, I would like to see, does. I love I love his gimmick. I mean, I love his and, and here's the thing: he he is he plays the part. I mean, he's 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 he. You you when he gets out, people react to him. Yeah, because people believe in that. The crowd likes him. Oh yeah, the crowd likes him. The crowd likes Chief. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for. For undercard guys, you know, they're pretty over, you know, with just, people. I will say this. The undercard guys are the foundation of, of field. Of, oh, sure. Of oh, sure. Yeah. It, sets, start, it, yeah. it, it sets up It sets up the rest of your show, you know. It yeah. sets up the rest of your show. If the people are into the first two or three matches, then they're going to be revved and ready to go for the rest of the night. Yeah. You know. And and I think that we have met our expectations as far as putting on really good shows. I have yet to see a bad show that we've done. Uh, there have been maybe one or two clunker matches, but that happens, mm -hmm. you know. But all in all, I think we've put on very good shows. People have been satisfied. We've had nothing but good uh, response from the people. Yep. And, you know, you got to be happy about that. 
I, 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 I am so happy. I'm so happy yeah. so far with what we have, we have yeah. done. Um, and, and we have and the wrestlers that love to work with us. Yeah, That's, they love to love work with too. us because we treat them with yep. respect, and yep. we we treat them fairly, and we tell them what we're going to do, and we do it. Yep. You know. Yep. And and we've got a lot of future stars in the making too, as well. That's you true. Know? I, I, I just, yeah, you know, it's a shame that we can't, you know, have ten to fifteen matches on a card because we've got that much good talent. Yep, that's true. You know, true. but unfortunately, and I tell them, you know, we can't have everybody on every show. Right. You know, we we have we have to come and up it's with understood. something, and it's understood. We had to come up with something. I mean, uh, um, well, because... you know my solution, but uh, you know, is run more often. <laughs> no, no, and, and uh, actually, it was uh, that's something that we we'll, we'll talk. You know, uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk more back about that backstage. Yeah, about that um, because I think I I, I have a, an idea uh, about that. Um, oh boy! But yeah, that, you're you're right. You're right. I mean, um, I wish. Usually our our shows are you know it has to be on a on a time on a time yeah. frame two hours, and in two hours you can have six matches seven top, you know and depending how you uh, how you put the uh, the time together, yeah um and and there's so much talent that between our core people and also the talent that we want to bring that yeah those... we have a, we have a waiting list yeah I you mean know, we have a waiting list of you know, of people that want to work for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a, a, a double-edged sword. It's a great thing, but it's a bad thing at the same time because you want to get them on, but you can't, Right. Yeah, you know, but it's a good thing to have people wanting to work for you. Yep. That's true. That's true. And actually I think we're, we're pretty like, uh, um, uh, what is the word like we 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 are pretty demanding uh i mean with the, with the talent that that we yeah. that we bring yeah. i mean if yeah we're in demand in demand yeah in yeah demand. yeah no 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 but i was say i am uh, at least personally i am very you know pretty demanding i mean i have to see a uh um you know okay if we talk about okay we, we, i want to bring this person x or y i yeah. have to see matches of that person yeah. and uh, to see how that person uh, works because if that person does not, you know, and, miss, miss and, the detail and 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 doesn't know the, the psychology, the, right? And for the people out there listening, uh, I mean, we we throw uh, back and forth, you know, names of talent. But if if the three of us or the four of us, Adam is involved as well. Mm -hmm. If we're not in a complete agreement with that, then it it, it doesn't get done. We have to be in complete agreement. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. and there's things that we, do, you know, that we do that I'm not crazy about things that we do that you're not crazy about, but we do them because we know it's best for the company. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll, I'll say this, uh, neither, neither of us, you know, the three that are, that are speaking here right now, we're not selfish. We don't, we don't need to put ourselves over, you know, mm -hmm. our main goal is to put the company over and yeah. to put the company over. You have to put the best talent available. Yep. And put best, best matches together, you know, that, and, and good stories. And I think we've done that. Yeah. That's the reason I, I decided to retire because I didn't want to be that kind of promoter that just book himself. You know, um, um, I, I just, I just, 
it's something that I when I you know that I like the way that, that you work in the fact that you always backstage. I sometimes we have even more fun on on, on Gorilla that we have <laughs> in the front mm-hmm. because we're always like uh, um, uh, cracking jokes and everything. Um, but what I would like to see um, uh, POW uh, moving forward is like okay, we already know that people go to our show and when they leave, they leave satisfied. Exactly. I mean, they they love the, the product. They love yeah. it. Like like yeah. the point that people they um, want to come back. They want to come back. They talk to us. Like we people we can't wait until the day of wrestling, man. Like, yeah. you know, I've got to know obviously some of the fans. Uh, I will say especially our regulars because of course mm-hmm. you know I'm typically at the front. I pop you know back there with you guys well, occasionally when I can, but you know typically up there and man, they tell me, or I see them posting even things on Facebook, like they can't wait until the day of wrestling or tomorrow's POW. And they come like an hour early and they're like ready. They're standing there with their shirts. Like they love it. Yeah. And another thing that we do too, is we make the, the, the wrestlers available to the fans. Exactly. And we yeah, start you know, on time and to, we end on exactly, time. And people like, exactly. it, you know, it's a structure. And we give them, you know, family friendly. Uh, That's huge. We, too, we, yeah. Yeah. We give them good entertainment and, uh, you know, I'm, yep. I'm very happy with our product. Yeah, for sure. I think we're one of the, um, I would say we're pretty, one of the uh, top uh, promotions running right now in the, in Florida. Sure, so ask far. us, we'll tell you. Who? Ask us, we'll tell you. Yeah, because, um, and I'm telling you, I mean, like when we started, um you know that me and Alexi were friends, and we started just because we were going to different promotions. And um, everything that I can, I, I still go to other promotions, and I because I like I like to enjoy wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. because sometimes when when somebody uh, get into the business, they, they just like uh, um, they just don't want to see wrestling anymore. We try yeah. still to just me, go to the shows and see what is going on. I like to scout talent, mm-hmm. but you know, I I like to do it from my house. <laughs> you like to? I, I like, like to, to do go, it from my house. Yeah, no. Something and something that actually I, I uh, that we mentioned that I mentioned that on the last um, episode with Adam uh, Soto. Um, I like to go because I like to see. Um, I like to meet somebody. I like to to meet the wrestlers and see the demeanor of that wrestler mm-hmm. when you know to the uh, to the other people. I will say. And right. if you can right. be a great talent, you can be a great talent, but if, if you are disrespectful or if you yeah. are like, uh, you believe that you are, you know, the last Coke of the of desert, um, I'm not going to book you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No we, don't want, we don't want to. No, we don't want to. We don't want yeah. drama, uh, you know, anything like that. We get, we have a, you know, we're, we're known to have a, a really good uh, dressing room. You know, locker room to where everybody. Uh, we had really uh, one incident, yeah. but that that was taken care of, and yeah, it won't ever happen again. Had, yeah, we'll exactly. We make because um, we are a family. Yeah, that's something that yeah. you know we are a family, and we run that that locker room that everybody from the person who starts, you know, on the, on the first match to the main event. They are going to be treated equal, and yeah. uh, we're not going yeah. to have, you know, 
you're going to you're not going to feel that oh no yeah I'm not going to uh, um you know like uh, we're not going to diminish anybody you know um but they know that once they either um screw <laughs> screw up they will hear from Frankie and they will hear from me and yeah. and the way that we said you're the good cop I am the bad cop uh, they prefer to hear from Frankie yeah, before they hear from me, but yeah. they know that when 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 I go to when I go to talk is because the shit just hit the fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Frankie, we've been talking for another hour here. Wow. So okay. yeah, it's been yeah. so I before guess it's time um, to wind it up. Yeah. Yeah. So we we're wrapping up. Um, is any is there any particular match or any uh, any uh? Let's talk about about PLW, uh, is any particular like story match that it will stand above uh, of the other? No, you know I'm I'm very happy. Uh, I don't think we could have a better champion uh, to represent our company than Taino. Um, I don't I don't think. Uh, well, I do think that uh, we are going onward and upward. Uh, there's so much talent out there. And uh, with the school growing the way it's growing right now, uh, we're going to have so much good talent in there. Uh, we, may, we may have to do more than uh, once a year on our student battle royals. We may have to do it maybe two or three times a year, you know, with all the students that we have. You know, I, I've, been throw, I've been throwing that around. Instead of just having the one student battle royal is maybe have two or three during the year. You know, with all the students that we have, we have, uh, we, you know, yeah. getting them ready for, you know, for for the actual, you know, ring time. Uh, and, you know, you guys are, are great guys to work for. You know, I'm enjoying every minute of it. Uh, I have the utmost respect for both of you. Love you, you guys like you're my kids. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's great. It's just great. Making yeah. making the. You know, pumping more, more life into the old man. All right. Definitely appreciate that for sure. And you know, you know, the feeling is mutual. We, yeah. um, we love you. And I don't think we can thank you enough for what you do. So for sure, you just know that you're appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I will always say, I always say whatever I, I step, you know, that um, the reason that PLW exists is because Frankie is there. Because just um, remember... Just remember demand number five on my demands that I put down. Okay, we'll have to go yeah, back and reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to, right. to look at it. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, so this is All right, uh, All right, so this being everything for Broadcast uh, of Wrestling episode four. Um, I really thank you guys for uh, joining us uh, today. Um, if you want to hear more about the different, uh, what we're talking about on the coming shows, uh, Please remember to uh, look for us at Podcast of Wrestling. You can find in uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Anchor TV, Spotify. Uh, just look Podcast of Wrestling and uh, just hit subscribe and invite more people. So this has been El Presidente, Robbie Joe Medina, along with Boss Lady Alexis Shannon. And our guest today, Coach Frankie Reyes. Thank you so, so long much. From the Sunshine State. From All the right. Sunshine State. <laughs> thank you thank you so thanks, much thanks coach thank you guys yep. bye bye stay safe you too